When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everyone, to Breaking Big Blue. I'm your host, Jordan Rod on ESPN, ESPN.com, Giants Reporter. That was the weakest opening I have ever had in my life. But as you can tell, I am struggling here. But I'm here for you. I'm going to make it through it. I'm going to persevere just like the Giants have this season so far. The 4-1 and one New York Giants. I'm struggling with this cold. You, you send the kids to daycare, you know. They bring it home. They says It spreads around the house. Everybody gets it. It never goes away. This is this is the life we live. This is the life we chose. So that's where we're at. Ignore the fact that I'm stuffed beyond belief. I sound like an alien. Sound like I have a, I have nose plugs on. Imagine me sitting here, taping this with uh, nose plugs like you're going in the pool. That's that's what that to me that's what it sounds like. I feel like I sound like. But anyway. This is the Exceeding Expectations podcast because the Giants have certainly done that. We're going to talk to Biz in a few minutes. Uh, if you don't know who Biz is, you, you'll find out. You should know. He's about to make a, do- a huge donation to my favorite charity. Get to that in a few minutes. Not a huge donation. shouldn't say that. Just a, n- a nice little donation. But let's talk about the Giants for a second because they're 4-1. and one. They, went on the, they went to London. Play Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. They're down 17-3. to At that point, you think they're getting blown out. You do. You think they're getting blown out of that game. Couldn't stop Aaron Rodgers. Didn't look good. It's like, okay, this is a step up in class. Somehow, they drive down the field, the biggest drive of the game, they score a touchdown late in the first half. To me, that changed the game. Kept them in the game. If, if they didn't score a touchdown there, like if they had to even settle for a field goal, that game was over. Over. But they score, that's the Daniel Bellinger, uh, you know, double reverse. You know, it looked like he was even trying to pass it to Daniel Jones. Maybe the, the, the Philly special, basically. But they score. It ends up being 20-10 to 10 at halftime. And then Wink Martindale, defensive coordinator, Brian Dable, the head coach, and Mike Kafka, the offensive coordinator, going at halftime, make the – adjustments that they need they shut out Rodgers and the Packers in the second half they move the ball really well even at times without Saquon Barkley okay so it's Daniel Jones and you know a bunch of borderline you know end of the roster guys slash practice squad guys Marcus Johnson led the Giants in wide receiver snaps he was elevated off the practice squad For this game. Think about that for a second. The guy who played the most wide receiver snaps was elevated off the practice squad for this game. So now the Giants have the Ravens this week. I mean, are you going to say they can't win that game? I'm not. It's in MetLife Stadium. Do I expect them? No. They're underdogs. They would have to play really well again, do something special defensively against Lamar Jackson. But, God, 
the Giants have a chance to be five and one. Let's say they're even four and two. They're four and two on deck is Jacksonville, Seattle, Detroit, and uh, who's the last one? Detroit and Houston in there. I mean, you have to recalibrate the expectations. We talked about this several weeks back. Making the playoffs is now a realistic possibility. Realistic. There's no doubt. I mean, this team can get to nine wins. It's, it's definitely not crazy. I could see a path to nine wins. Like I just told you those four winnable games coming up after, after the Ravens. Let's say they lose Baltimore, but they're able to win three of those four games. So that means three and two in their next five. The Giants are sitting at what seven and three after ten game after ten games brings you up until uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving game against the the Dallas Cowboys. By the way, I mean, who thought that was possible, right? Even six and four if they split those four against Houston, uh, Seattle, Detroit, and Jacksonville. Even if they split those four. Not in bad shape. So you have to recalibrate the expectations. But let's get into the exceeding expectations part of this podcast. On to the next one. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, we said we were going to do this for a while now. Uh, Eventually, it'll probably be a home-and-home. We're here with Chris Bizignano, uh, the Giants Insider Podcast. Chris, you know I had to have you on this week because why is that we'll, we'll talk we'll talk about this in a minute you're about to make a donation to my favorite charity which is my own bank account uh we'll get to that in a few minutes but uh i thought it was the, i thought it had something to do with the bet about the 30 yard field goal it is that's what i mean you're going to donate to my my favorite charity my yeah, we'll see about that okay okay all right we'll get to that in a little bit but huge win giants are coming off right yeah yeah biggest win for this Giants organization since, what do you say? You know what, Jordan? I don't even count the 2016 season. I really don't, but I'm going back, man. I'm going to go back. Biggest win probably since 2011, man. That's sometime during that 2011 season. because The Super Bowl, I guess, because that's the last game. I mean, the season. last one, you know, the first Atlanta game, and then obviously the Super Bowl against New England. Because 2016 is an asterisk to me. I, 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 I can't even really even. 
I know it's a playoff team and all that, but I'm going to go back, Jordan. I'm going to go back 2011. I really am. Yeah. So we're talking 11 years, man. That's how long it's been. That that was a big win. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Uh, what what to you surprised? As far as what the whole game, offense, yeah, defense. Like, what what stood out to you? Like, yeah. Where, um, obviously, the-, the you know the Packers are big favorites. They're 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 yeah. winning big. It looks like they're probably going to roll, right? You're like, okay, right? They they're facing Aaron Rodgers. This is a step up in class, and it looked like it was going to you know, especially late in that first. Half. If they didn't score that yeah. touchdown at the end of the first half, it was probably going to be, you know, it was going to get ugly. But yeah. yeah, then they come back. So what stood out to you? What surprised yeah. so you? What what surprised me, Jordan, was how well they moved the ball in the second half. Um, you know, I have to be honest with you, bro. Um, I, I thought Daniel's ankle, you know, we all know he wasn't hundred percent, but it looked like they were protecting him that first half. They weren't doing those boots and yeah. all that. And then Dable comes out in the second half, him and Mike, you know, Kafka, and then they break it out. So I and went from where I thought, okay, look, they know Daniel's ankle. They're going to kind of protect him and all that. And then he just broke it out in the second half. I think it caught Joe Barry and and Green Bay by surprise. I think they thought after after the first half, like, okay, Daniel, no, they're not going to boot because uh, we saw a million boosts before that against the Bears. So they, I think yeah. they looked at it like, okay, I guess Daniel's ankle isn't good. And then it comes out and Daniel's doing some those play actions, a couple of boosts, and he's taking off a first down. I think it caught the Packers by surprise. I really do. It was great coaching by Dable and Kafka. It seems like they played a little possum in the first half and then broke it out. And even Dable kind of admitted it with us, you know, uh, Monday during his media session that he basically said, yeah, no, we, we, after halftime, you know, we decided to change it up a bit. So the biggest surprise was how well they moved against a pretty good pack of defense. Um, yeah. And what they did, Kafka and Dable, you know, and of course, breaking out the wildcat again with Saquon in the low red area and all that. So, look, Jordan, if you would have told me before the game the Giants are going to put 27 up on the pack defense, I would have laughed at you, bro. I would have yeah. said, no way. You know, so to me, that was the biggest surprise, how well they moved the ball in the second half. Um, look, it wasn't like Aaron only had the ball. Rodgers only had the ball three times in the second half. And they did move it at the end, but it came up big. So, uh uh, the, obviously the defense did its part at the end, but the offense to me, the way they moved it, those long drives, that was, that was the surprise for me. Yeah, no, really. I mean, the, the, I wonder, and as you were talking, it made me think, I wonder if the giants really didn't want to unleash the Daniel Jones running. Mm-hmm. And then they reached a point where they're like, well, what else are we going to do here? Saquon's out of the game for, uh, you know, that minute or, you know, yeah. few, that, that drive there. They're yeah. running out of guys. They have no weapons whatsoever. I wonder if they were just like, well, I guess we got to try it here. It's, it's all we got. And then, you know, maybe maybe that spurred the change a little bit. But um, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. no, go ahead. Yeah, go yeah. Ahead. You know what, Jordan, that's possible or. That was Dafka. Uh, Dafka, listen to me. I did a combo there. That was Dable or Kafka's game plan. It was like, hey, you know, we're going to kind of like play a little possum here with Daniel. And then he broke him out in the second half. Um, if that was, I mean, that Dable kind of said that, yeah, we wanted to change it up in the second half. That was brilliant coaching, Jordan. I mean, you know, the coaching here with this organization right now is the biggest difference with this team. They are, there's a few reasons why they're 4-1, but I don't think there's any question, Jordan what they're doing with Daniel and the way they're scheming him is the biggest reason why they're four and one, man. It's, it's incredible what they're doing with this kid. It really is. Yeah. They're making the most out of what they have. Like they know, Absolutely. they know that their weapons are lacking, right? I mean, <laughs> they know they have Saquon and not much. And that's else. it. And so, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they're just trying to, 
you know, get by with everything. Like, okay, we could hit a big play to Darius Slayton here or there. Like, right. we know that's what he could bring to the table. He's all we have left. Trust me, we know they did not want to put him in, right? I mean, like, right. He, right. he he was buried. They had no need for Darius Slayton to get in the game if, you know, things panned out for them. But uh, here they are using him, and he was their top receiver on Sunday in, in London for sure. Uh, yeah, so what I want to yeah. do here. What I want to do here is I want to do this is the exceeding expectations episode, <laughs> right? Right. So let go through it in your head. We're going to make a list. All right. We'll pick off one by one. Okay. The Giants players who have exceeded your expectations the most compared to what you had, you know, expected or projected from them coming into the season. Okay. So I'll go first since I'll let you, you know, rack your brain a little bit. Mm-hmm. The giant to me who stands out the most that has exceeded expectations. And you might be like, oh, come on, that guy. We know he was awesome, right? Is Saquon Barkley. Because I expected him to, I, to come back and be a good player. I really didn't expect him like he to be at this level again. I thought, you know, after basically three years worth of injuries, it was going to be really tough for him to get back to that level. And not only has he gotten back to that level that he was at before, mm-hmm. I actually think he's running better and harder and more confidently than he ever was. Jordan, look, it's, I think Saquon got into some bad habits the last few years because his offensive line was that bad. So what do you mean by that, Chris? Well, this is what I mean by that. He did a lot of dancing. He wasn't putting that foot in the ground. And a lot of that was because there was nowhere to run. He tried to make something out of nothing. He was getting hit in the backfield when he got the damn ball. And he got some, some bad habits. Um, he lost confidence. Now, he even yep. admitted that to us, right, Jordan? Numerous In himself times. and his body. So it was right. both, right? right. And he, he's admitted that. He's I admitted agree. to us, folks. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's admitted to us. And Jordan will tell you, he's admitted to us in a locker room. He's admitted to us in presses and all that. And um, look, he's a guy that came into the season. And look, who pissed him off? Well, the outside noise, including the media. You know, he oh, didn't yeah. like what was being written about him. He didn't like what was being said about him. There was even things out there saying, oh, he's not really hard. He's not soft. He doesn't want to hit it up in a hole and all that stuff, you know. And he's out in a mission this year. And can I say he exceeding ex- exceeded expectations? Look, this is the Saquon that if he had a decent run-blocking offensive line could be. And that that's what you're seeing this year, man. You yeah, got I just guy- I just didn't honestly. I'm going to be yeah. fair. Like I yeah. didn't think he would get back to this this level. Why? Because health wise, say uh, Jordan. Just because it's so rare for guys to miss so much time, right? And and be able to come back and play at that level that you know we were that were that he's at right now, right? Like it, it basically he Chris he missed two and a half seasons. Essentially, yeah, you're right. I mean, he didn't. He barely. You know, he was barely healthy in the last two and a half years. Jordan, I'm with you on that until I seen him in OTAs and training camp. And when I saw the way he looked, I said, and I put it on Twitter numerous times on the podcast. I said, this kid's going to have a big year, man. This kid is going to, if he stays healthy, he's going to have a big year. He just had that look in his eye this year. I liked the way he looked in training camp. Look, he's running with a chip on his shoulder. He's out to prove doubt is wrong. And that includes me and you and the rest of the media and everybody else. And also Chris, Chris. Yeah. This is a contract year. 
I mean, <laughs> well, that on. always plays into money. It. Money is a, a great motivator. Come on. Well, let me ask you, uh, Jordan. I understand that part, and it always is with athletes, you know. Um, and then that that includes your boy not Aaron just, Judge. Not just know? athletes; it's everybody. I mean, money's a great. Well, a big let me motivator. ask Jordan. Let me ask you this: If he had a three, say he had two more years left on his contract, do you think he would it would be any different right now? No, Coming I off think the two he, injury I think seasons, he, he's that guy. He has that kind right. of pride, and he, he wants. Yeah. To. I agree with you on that, yeah. Yeah. but it doesn't hurt. It's like an Never extra does. little carrot out there, right? Jordan, he wants to pin Joe Shane and Brian Dable against the wall. Uh, yeah. Sort of or like what Judge John Mara, really. If you you know, to, like, hey, fair. okay, you guys might not value the running back position so much, but guess what? I'm going to force you guys, you know, to make a very difficult decision. And that's what they're going to have to do in this offseason. How much does Joe Shane and Brian Dable value for sure. The running back position. But at the same time, right, Jordan, Brian has never had a running back like this. He had, you know, up in Buffalo. He never had a guy like this. Right now, Saquon Barkley is forcing Joe Shane and Dable to make a very difficult decision about what they want to do with the running back position this all season, how high they want to go money-wise and all that, and that'll play itself out. Sort of like number eight is doing it, okay? So wait, is he atop your list? I, I'm right. So I'm thinking about it. And Jordan, I'm going to go with a guy at the beginning of the season said, nah, 70 30. He's not, he's not going to be a giant next year. And now the way Daniel is playing, the way what he is doing, what they're asking him to do, the kids got no weapons. I mean, we were, Jordan, everybody was hoping Wandale, the kid, he's been out since the first quarter, first game. Tony is an absolute wild card. Forget about him. I don't even want to think about him until I see him back on the field. We don't know what you're going to get out of that kid. Galdi is Mr. No Separation. Forget about him. He's shot. Okay. He's got no He's weapons, this guy. None. But he is exceeding expectations because he's taking this team a lot of times on his shoulders and willing them down the field with his legs, his body, everything you could think of, man. Jordan, I didn't have him coming back next year, but he's another guy that is now forcing Dable and Shane to look at and say, holy, what are we going to do with this guy? Do we franchise tag him? Is this our guy? You know, because mm-hmm. beginning of the year, Jordan, I think me and you talked about it too. A trade kept like, yeah, nah, you know, we don't expect Daniel to be here next year. Now it's a different story. And Saquon is doing the same thing in the running back position where, hey, he's going to force them to make a decision, man. And it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Because, because I could tell you this, Jordan, Brian mm-hmm. Dable liked and Joe Shane liked Daniel Jones. It was, it was not a, I don't want to curse on your podcast, a bull crap, you know, smoke screen when they interviewed for the job. Oh, yeah, we like Daniel. Oh, we're just going to say that to John Marin because, you know, that's what he wants to hear. No, they, they liked him. But yeah. in the back of their heads, do they think, hey, he's going to be our guy? No, I can tell you that right now. No. Okay, but now I can tell you this, Jordan. They are falling in love with this guy, man. They He is really growing on Brian Dable. It's going to be fascinating to see how this rest of the season plays out and what they do with Daniel at the end of the year. Yeah, those two contracts and futures, I mean, we're going to be talking about that all year, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. How about this one? Ready? Go ahead. My next guy on the list, probably another guy you, you wouldn't expect, Adoree Jackson. I thought Adoree Jackson was a good player, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I also thought, Adoree Jackson as the number one cornerback was kind of getting getting exposed a little bit, right? Like mm-hmm. last year, he was in a good spot. He was a number two cornerback. Right. He didn't have to go and, and, and match up against top guys. 
And he's played amazing this year. Even his tackling. Yeah. He's third There's on the team in tackles. Very Dory fit. Jackson, and he's not a big guy. You no, see him we, in the locker room. Oh, we not know a that. big guy. Yep. yep. Two tackles for loss. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's giving none. He's basically not giving up catches. So to me, I know he he got injured in this last game and he went out. But yeah. to me, a Dory Jackson is, and you know what? We're naming the key players on the team. So the fact that it's the key players on the team that are exceeding expectations, that is like the biggest thing for the Giants. Because right, yeah, we could sit here and we could say, oh, Shane Zimenez, but like that's not going to move, you know, the it's needle. Not move the needle. Yeah, it's not going to move the needle. Nope. So. Who else you got? Yeah, Dory. Look, I've seen – look, uh, uh, Dory's physicality, Jordan, has opened my eyes a little bit, like taking me a little bit by surprise because, like you just said, we we see him – we stand next to him. He's not a big guy, you know? But he's playing big this year. He's very physical. Coming up, putting a hat on people, man. Who, who else you got? You got anybody else that comes to your mind? Uh, it's got to be Daniel Jones for me. It's got to be Daniel for me um, because – Well, we already we did won't. Daniel. Yeah, no, I'm saying we won't just we won't quite sure, and um, it's gonna be Daniel oh. for me. Anybody else? Uh, you know what, Jordan? Um, I didn't expect much out of the, the Daniel Bellinger kid, tight end, and this is a kid that definitely has earned the trust of this coaching staff and Daniel. Um, to me, he's he was like you know I, they were kind of thin at that wide uh, tight end position, but I kind of like what he's he's done a lot more than I expected coming out of training camp. Bellinger. <clears throat> That's fair. I mean, he, I, that position to me really scared me. Uh, granted, I'm not sure how much he's winning one-on-one, but they're, they're scheming him into Scheme. position yeah. to have success. And he's taking advantage of that. So uh, the other guy that comes into mind for me, is there's, there's two more defensively and I'm trying to decide, you know, like Dexter Lawrence, I knew he was good. He's probably playing a little bit better than I, than I thought. Mm-hmm. But to me, that what even stands out even more is Jihad Ward. Mm-hmm. I almost didn't even expect him to contribute much, to be quite honest with you. They have Aziz. They have Kayvon Thibodeau. You're like, okay, Jihad Ward is just a guy who's coming over with Wink. He's going to be like a run-stuffing guy. You're going to see him occasionally, right, in, in yeah. you know certain situations, like a situational guy. The way things have worked out, I mean, he's been huge for them. He's... yeah. Fifth on the team in tackles. He's got a sack. Four tackles for loss. He leads the team. Four quarterback hits, by the way. Yeah. Third on the team, right? Jihad Ward. Did, did we expect that? I didn't. I have to be honest with you. No, I didn't expect this production. No. And he's really setting the edge well, too, Jordan. He's really. Yeah, and that's, well, that's, and that's what gonna he be, does, right? He's a I mean, he dude. really sets that edge well. Uh, you know, he doesn't collapse at all, uh, you know, on his, on his own reads. He. He, and he's going to be needed this week against Lamar. He's going to be a key this week against Lamar. Uh, but he's he has definitely played much better. I look, I, I remember him in Baltimore. He was always a pretty decent guy, linebacker and all that. But like you said, he's 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 stepping up even more this year, you know. And he, you know, he brings that physicality too. He's another one on that edge. Very you know? physical. Very but physical. Man, you ever guy. see that dude? He's a good athlete. He like oh, he, excellent. He said he used to be a tight end. Like you watch him catch passes, you're like, holy cow. Because yep. he's big and long. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, he, I've been very impressed by him. I mean, I thought he, I really thought he was just a jag. Thought yeah, you know, be, uh, just be like, you, all right, he'd play 15 snaps a game as an edge setter. That, uh, you hit it right in the head, Jordan. I thought he would be a 15 to 20 snap a guy, a game guy, you know. Um, and then obviously when Aziz went down and then 
Kayvon went down, you know, those snaps are going to increase and he's met the expectations, man. You know, he's, he's been their best linebacker, man. I mean, come on. I mean, look what he's done. You know, look what he's done for these guys, man. Uh, His, the way, if you watch him after a game, you, if you watch the game back, what he does on the edge and the physicality he brings to the run defense, I tell you, it's been off the charts, Jordan, way more than I thought, you know, I always knew he was a pretty decent linebacker, but he's been much better than I expected, man. So, that, you know what? I forgot about Jack. That's a good one, man. If we're going to stick with that, you know, I know, like you said, we didn't move the needle, but even even the X-Man, even Zimenez, man. I mean, you know, he's – I didn't even have him making the 53, Jordan. Yeah. And it yeah, went from second, that. It's second like, on the team in sacks, second on quarterback yeah. hits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you I talk mean, about exceeding expectations. Jordan, I didn't been, have him on the 53. would have been hard against I thought that. He was a gunner. Been really hard against that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Probably yeah, wasn't was a gunner was, if there wasn't all these injuries. I think the Giants kind of lucked you know, into this one, to be honest with you. Yeah, and, and listen, Jordan, it's a credit to Zimenez who could have kind of fold, you know, kind of maybe sort of writing on a wall, said, okay, I'm at it, I'm done here. But Dable went into camp and told everybody it's a clean slate, okay? Whoever the hell earns it is going to play. Well, he earned it in training camp. He had a very, as we all know, he had a very good training camp, and he's carried it over into the regular season. This oh, yeah. kid has exceeded expectations, man. Absolutely. No, you're, I right, mean, you're right. Look, you know, we thought we you thought Quincy Roche was going to be ahead of him, and he just basically from the start was ahead of Quincy Roche and never even opened that door at all. Never even remotely opened that door. Zimenez won that, man. And he won clean and fair and square and all that stuff, man. Are you kidding? He's had a great camp. He's had a great start of the season. I mean, even the last play with, with Aaron uh, Rodgers, they're trying to set up that last helmet, and Zimenez is the one who blew him up. Yeah. So wait, Chris, what is this year three for you? Four? How many years you've been? Yeah, I got three. I got, I got, you know what? I'm going to run with you with your hat. I like that one. I got Zimenez. I got Daniel. I got, I like the rookie tight end. I think he's done more than, I, than expected. Um, I think he's only going to get better too. Yeah. So I, I was asking how many, how many years you've been covering the Giants now consistently? Six. 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 Oh, I'm on this. Jeez. Yeah. My memory is no good these days. So you're at year six. How much different yeah. is it when they're, when they're winning and they're four and one? compared to some of these past years. Yeah, well, look, it's been a rough five years, as you know that, man. It's just no fun. It's not much fun covering them. Um, Hey, look, Jordan, you know, you're in the locker room with me and stuff like that. You you see it's a a much different place after games, much different during the week, as opposed to now, you know, where obviously the locker room is a whole different different mood after games. You know, you actually, you know, you know know how it is. Guys will talk to you. Guys want to talk. Well, it's a lot different when you have to go in there and be like, why did you suck today? You know, I mean, essentially, that's what you're asking them in so many words. You know, it's always always an awkward situation and both sides know it. And it's just like, okay. We have to ask you these yeah, questions. Yeah. You know, we have to ask you these so, questions. Yeah. And absolutely. Uh, so it's been great. Uh, you know, it's been great as far as that goes. And guys, you know, you start talking. And even Saquon, you know, day, you know, I was bullshit talking with him. All right, was, wait, so know, let's get sad. into it. Let's get into it here because yeah. the, the Saquon conversation is where the, the kicking came up. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. Go ahead. Get into it. Go ahead. That is how it came up. <laughs> For Saquon. people that don't know, I, I'm sure people saw it on Twitter. We went back and forth on Twitter about it. But why don't you tell your, peop- your audience there what so, people might not know? Saquon asked, there was like, I don't know, four or five people around him. said, you think you guys could hit a, a, like a 30-yard field goal or whatever? Something like that. Because he's like, he, he didn't think he could, right? He, he basically no, said, he said no, kick. no, I can't do it. Yeah. 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 And I was like, oh, I can do that. So they're all like, no, no. So Chris is one of the people in the crew. He 
basically starts off by offering me like a hundred. Would you have any? How many chances did you offer me to hit a thirty? Well, I gave you, I said a hundred dollars for ten tries, and you said, "Oh no, Chris, I only need three. Well, we kind of said it simultaneously. I would never do that intentionally because I always take better odds. Uh, but <laughs> I, as you were saying that, I was like, I would only need three shots, and so we are going to make this happen at some point. So now Saquon doesn't think now Saquon doesn't think I can do it. Jordan. Yeah. No, yeah, no. Uh, well, a couple of things. One, Saquon, Brennison, and Feliciano said you had no chance of doing it. Basically, they said that. They need and then words. keep in mind now, you got a, like a regular kicker. Not, you know, you don't, don't think you're going to start running from the 40-yard line for 10 yards. And, you know, what do you, like think, what do you think kicker? I am? What do you think I am? Come on. I got oh, it. Well, it's a hundred, you know what? It's $100. Who knows what you're going to be right now? No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. I think I'm going to show up with like a, one of those steel-toe steel, steel cleats, like, like the old guys, and like kick from straight away like they did 40 years ago. Well, you're pretty confident. Uh, listen, I couldn't do it. I, I admitted it right off the bat. I, said, I have no chance. My quad will blow right out if I tried that. But you were pretty confident. So we'll, I was a high-level we'll find out. high school soccer player. Okay. So I will tell That's you. That's high school, buddy. That's I understand. I understand but That's years ago. I have a little mini soccer field in my basement for my daughter. Like, I go and kick the ball around with her all the time. She makes me do it. Like, I, we have juggling competitions on the reg. What? does that have to do with a 30 yard field goal i kick the ball all the time i got the power in the leg it's there well you know what we are gonna find out if when you put it when you put it through the uprights courtesy of me you could take your family out to a nice little dinner well donate it to my favorite charity my bank account I will enjoy. Well, we're gonna listen. I'm gonna try. We'll try to hook it up with Dable. Chris, I, where the I, heck Dable's am I going to dinner for a four with hundred bucks these days? I can't even go to TJ oh, wow. Fridays yeah, for hundred right. bucks. Well, you're you're right with that. But you're right about that. You know, <laughs> well, at least you know what? I'll cover three quarters of the dinner. Anyway. <laughs> I we'll would. try to hook it up. We'll try to hook it up. And we'll, we'll we'll tape it. We'll put it on Twitter, and we'll see whether or not you can drain it or not. Because I'm still gonna say no, bro. Okay. You're pretty confident. You say, I, so. we'll, we'll, we'll see. First we'll try? See. Yes or no? First try? Yes or no? Well, here's the thing. I've been thinking about this. Should I, you know, like go and test myself out and give it a couple shots, you know, try just to figure out, you know, the angle you have to kind of get it to get the ball up or whatever. Or should I just be like so confident and cocky to say, I'm not even going to go practice before him that I'm just going to go do it. So therefore it might, I, I might, I'll say maybe, maybe the second try. Just because I'm I'm leaning towards the ladder, like I feel like it's almost cheating if I go and start practicing. Yeah, I agree. I I just want to see you go. You know what? I could do this. Here I come off the sideline. Boom! Pressure on. I'm gonna put this through the uprights. That's what I want to say. Okay, deal. Well, so Is we'll that get a it deal? Done. We'll get it done. We we'll get it done. Well, we're gonna get it done. So during the course of this season, we're gonna get it done. Absolutely. And obviously, I mean, it obviously cold. benefits me to do it before it's cold. I mean, it's so much harder that's to kick. A, when that's it's, yeah, that's I mean, how I, I was want, saying before it gets. I don't want to kick a rock. Yeah. You know, then then no, then, no, then it's gonna be hard. Force you to do that. No, all we're right. not gonna force you to do that. But we'll we'll do all the weather's still warm. All right, deal. All right, we got it. Chris Bizignato, also known as Biz. Thank you for coming on, man. We'll do it again soon. Thank you, Jordan. It was a pleasure talking to you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's wrap here. I'm basically dying. I sound like crap. You know it. I know it. I did my best for you. I, brought, I, I did my best to bring the content to the people because that's what you want. This is the Exceeding Expectations podcast. That there at the end of that segment where we outlined or detailed the bet of me kicking the 30-yard field goal, that'll serve as this week's Jordan on the Beat. That's where I tell you what it's like to cover the Giants, work for ESPN, or cover the NFL in general. As always, like, subscribe, tell your friends. The Giants, by the way, are 4-1. and one. Who would have thunk it? Not this guy. I'll tell you that. Not this guy. I had the Giants at six wins for the season. So they could get to that to my, my win total by the middle of the midway point in the season. That is totally realistic. A hundred percent realistic. So that's where we're at in the 2022 NFL season. It's gonna be fun. That's the beauty of this. This is gonna be a fun season now. And I'm gonna be here, take you along on the ride. I'm your host, Jordan Ronan. Hopefully feel better next time. See you next time.